All right, you want to do the song or what? No such thing as art. So, hey, how's it going, guys? Welcome <laughs> to uh, No Such Thing as Art. I'm Ross Huff, here with Tommy D. Yep, yep. Yep, yep. Yep. And we have our guest. Guest today. Who is it, Tommy? Is, uh, what do, you, do you like to go by Brian or B? I mean, my name is Brian. Everyone on Facebook knows me as B. If you know me through the shop, it's Ginger. <laughs> so, I know you're too well free, so I don't. I'm like I'm. I don't know what to call you. Call me whatever you want. <laughs> we'll call you B. Brian Ginger Crane. <laughs> All right, whatever you want. No more. So, what shop are you talking about? Uh Big Guns Tattoo, Appleton location on East Calumet. Hell yeah, dude! So, what do you do there? So there I'm a body piercer. I do own my own business that I, I rent from that shop, actually. It's called On Point Piercing Company. Uh, right, so I right. run the whole piercing end. I'm the only piercer there. Uh, the tattoos there are fucking amazing, though, by the way. Like, sick. Yeah, yeah. I can attest to that. <laughs> I'm covered in a good amount of, of yeah, yeah, you that are. shop. <laughs> <laughs> um. So what what got you started doing piercing and uh, what's your journey been like? So like I I got really big into piercing like probably right before I got into high school. My oldest brother got a couple piercings. He got his nipples pierced. He got his ears pierced up, and he got a couple tattoos that, in my opinion, kind of suck. But like the piercings, <laughs> they they look cool, and like the fact that you could just remove them. And then, I mean, you'll have a little scar, but pretty much go back to normal. So I thought that's pretty cool. You could change the way you look in a badass way, but it's not permanent. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Right on. So what's it been like? Uh, I guess, you know, like I was there from the start for you, I guess. Kind of. I, I mean, I guess. From that end, I don't know what you were doing before you got in at Big Guns. I mean, I kind of loosely know, but I, I don't know for sure what, you know, sure, what got sure. you going into it. So, like, when I moved to Wisconsin from Illinois in 2010, kind of late, right around August, and I was, uh, you know, definitely interested in this. So I was getting some piercings from some local shops, and I was trying to get into shops. like. Oh, what does it take to become a piercer? Like, you got to hang out. You got to, you know, make us like you and shit. Dude, I tried for six years with a bunch of different shops. And then I finally gave up, honestly. I was like, wow, yeah, I don't have enough tattoos. I don't have enough money to buy tattoos to look cool enough to be in a shop. And I was just <laughs> hanging out at this shop. I did a walk-in, right, just to get, like, a 30-minute a tattoo tops, probably 13 really he could have done it and but <laughs> two hours we're sitting there just chatting with each other right and this guy at 920 tattoo steven anderson he's like we're just sitting there talking about comics and video games he's like hey have you ever wanted to be a body piercer i'm like 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's what I'm talking Shit, yeah, that's exactly what I, I want to be, you know? Like, he's like, well, just drop off an application here, you know? Uh, or a resume, not application, because tattoo shops don't have applications. That's silly. <laughs> uh, so I show up with my shit. I fill everything out. I got hired by 920 Tattoo Company, you know? Uh, they're pretty great. Uh, I got hired on as a desk person originally. You know, I was getting paid by the hour. Uh, the ultimate goal was for me to be a body piercer because, like, we got along. He knew how bad I wanted a body pierce. I used to do piercings in high school and, like, the shit that a piercer like me, professional, would frown upon. But that's why I said, <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's right? why. Right, you live and you learn. But it's kind of like you got to work your way up the ranks, too, right? You, when you're young and dumb, you kind of got to figure out what not to do, you know, right, and right. then and then from there, even when you get in there, you start at the desk and you got to, yeah, you got to like prove yourself and like, earn, you know, earn your position in, in the in the crew, right? Yeah. Well, I learned really quick that saying that I pierced in high school or pierced my friends after high school for fun, shops look really down on that. Yeah. Uh, right. Because you're yeah. probably gonna fuck someone up. I didn't know what I was doing. I just thought it was fun. And same with like kitchen tattoos, you know? Yeah, fucking kitchen magicians. Yeah, fuck that shit. Yeah. Oh, practice. No, get yourself into a shop. If you want this job bad enough, you will achieve it. Eventually. That's awesome. Fucking a man. That's fucking cool. So then, how did you get hooked up? Uh, with big guns, then. Well, I I don't want to speak like too ill. I mean, I love Nine Two O Tattoo. They're the shop that got me into this. Yeah. But we just didn't see eye to eye on like like my personality. You know me. Yeah. I need a more like free space like big guns where I could like be openly myself, dress yeah, right. how I want, fucking speak how I want, swear if I want to, you know. Uh, I love everyone at 920. Don't get me wrong. If it yeah. wasn't for them, I wouldn't be where I'm at right now. Facts. Yeah, right. But they want, they're more of a classy shop. You're not going to yeah. catch many swears there. It's kind of like a dress code. Uh, super dope fucking place. Don't get me wrong. They do all great work. Yeah. But I just, my personality fit better at Big Gun. So, like, I was looking for a different shops, and I walked in there. I contacted, uh, actually, I contacted uh, Ryan Sleevey at Attic Studio first, because yep. he had a new shop on College Ave. I was like, yo, man, I know you have a new shop. You're looking for a piercer. I'm trying to, I'm trying to be something, you know? Yeah. And he's like, oh, you should get a hold of Don at Big Guns. That's who taught Ryan how to tattoo. So oh, I walked yeah, in okay, there. Right, huh? Yeah, so I walked into Big Gun's tattoo. I was like, hey, I'm looking for Don. No, I saw, like, Courtney and Brian. And he's <laughs> like, oh, it's, it's kind of intimidating. So, yeah, you know. Right? <laughs> <laughs> so, like, Don came up. I gave him my spiel about, like, how bad I want to be a body piercer and everything and how much money I can make him. He said, give me a second. So, apparently, <laughs> went 
to the back room. Dirty Dan was taking a nap. Woke his ass up by kicking him. He's like, you have a new apprentice. <laughs> That's awesome. That's awesome. I never knew that that was how, how it started. Yeah. <laughs> That's well, fucking great, dude. Yeah, Don, Don's the fucking man, bro. Like, Dirty came up. He's like trying to like wipe the sleep out of his eyes. Like, who are? He's like, who are you? I'm like, my name is Brian. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, Don is the shit, man. Definitely a big shout out to Don and and Brian and and you, of course, everyone at Big Guns. Um, and Greg, you know, definitely hope to get those guys on the show too. But that's awesome, man. I'm glad you got in there. That's, there's so sure much love it, man. You know, everyone at the shop loves you, Tommy. So yeah, right on, man. Family. He's a very easily lovable person. Oh, shucks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, what's your uh, favorite thing about being a peer, sir? Oh, man. I think it's like the customer interact. Like, I don't know if that, I said that correctly, but like all the interaction I have with customers, like you meet so many weird people. Oh, oh, yeah, man. I imagine. But, I mean, like, people would consider weird. I feel, like, fascinating. Like, oh, man, they're so cool, you know? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all you want all this cool shit done to you, like, dope. Yeah. Right. I, that has to be it for me. It's not like the stabbing or, like, piercing process. It's, I think it's the interaction with everyone that's awesome. Yeah, yeah. that's cool. I can, definitely, I can definitely relate to that. I could... I, I think that's a solid answer for sure, man. There's definitely a lot of interesting people. And, you know, they're coming to you. Like, you know, there's got to be a bit of, like, trust right up front, you know? <laughs> like, like well, you uh, got to take a chance before you build trust. Yeah, so you kind of, you got to, like, you get a little bit intimate with them, like, right away, you know? Yeah. like It is a pretty intimate thing, you know, stabbing a hole in a person, causing them physical pain while they're paying you. Yeah, like, right. That should be illegal. <laughs> like, right. right. <laughs> the outcome is so beautiful. Yeah, as long as they love, I love it. it. I love it. Oh, I mean, usually cool. they love it too. I haven't had many people that are like, I hate it. You know? <laughs> I know when I got my nipples pierced, um, that was definitely a very um, intimate experience with my piercing. Where did you get them done? I got them done at, I think, Needle Freaks. Oh, when it was a Nina over here, a commercial? I think so, yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah, I it was fired like 10 times, so. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Big D. Dirty Day, man. Um, that's funny. So, uh, how long have you been piercing oh. for? So... Technically, I, I got hired in the industry four, just over four years ago. I'm going on about three and a half years of piercing. And big guns, I'm about three and a half. So, like, I started an apprenticeship at another shop and then finished at big guns. Right on. Um, what's, like, the weirdest or craziest what are the gnarliest piercing that you've done to date? I don't know, man. I think all the corsets and, like, all the play piercing I've done. Otherwise, like, in my opinion, all the other piercings are just kind of, like, normal piercings. Like, I've never done, like, a geech. I've never done something weird like that. Uh, you know, like, 
I've never done any male genitals because I wasn't taught that while I was learning because not many people want to put their dick in a man's hand named Dirty yeah. Dan. So, <laughs> so like, uh, like all female genitals, like every other body piercing, like it's all normal to me. So like, it's not weird. So I guess it definitely has to be uh, like the corsets I've yeah. done or, or like I put 128 needles in this girl's back to kind of like form like a snake. Yeah, we were yeah, on her back. And then my, <laughs> my buddy Brian, the artist at our shop, Big Guns Tattoo, Brian Reno, he uh, ha- had a little snakehead skull, so we like placed it right there. So it kind of looked like oh, a snake forms. That was, that was pretty interesting. Like the girl that sat through it was a complete badass. She didn't bitch once. So That's awesome. Do you. Do you, you like uh get subjects for that like you ask people to volunteer for that or I I haven't done it this past year I didn't do a single one because I was kind of like running out out of ideas and there's like other body mods I want to get into um but like everyone I've done it on has all been like my my feet my female friends typically Uh, okay right on None of my male friends have wanted to do it. They've joked about it, but I don't understand why it's a joke. Like, it's personally, like, I think this play piercing, you know, is for the receiving person a great way to relieve a lot of, like, stress and shit because, you know, pain therapy is something I'm huge into. Oh, yeah, dude, for sure. I totally can relate to that. Dude, you know, if you're getting a tattoo or a piercing, like, nothing else matters besides, like, ow, this fucking hurts. Yeah, right. (laughs) Yeah. It's kind of, like... a good way to channel it, for sure. Yeah. So, like, it's it's a good way to just, you know, escape your everyday problems by putting yourself through just a little bit of pain. So like I've offered this play piercing as kind of a therapy and a way for me to show off with my needle skills, uh, to friends of mine. I've had a lot of, yeah, I've had a lot of people ask me uh, about like, uh, maybe paying me to do it. Yeah. Which I've considered. I haven't done though. Cause like it kind of takes away the fun from me. Yeah, sure that's cool man so like uh we also saw you you do some or did some suspension before oh yeah i've only suspended twice i wish way more but some issues oh that's probably the coolest thing i've ever done my entire life to be honest we were watching the video dude that was pretty crazy yeah i'm not a i i'd have to say i got a little queasy watching it yeah, Ross. <laughs> I know I, I'm not needles and stuff, man. Like, I may be cringe. I had piercings, but ugh. I may be cringed a couple times. Yeah, I watched all of it. Yeah, man, it's a. Uh, it's not for everyone, that's for sure. Yeah. So you did it from from your your back, like your shoulders. Uh, just uh, between the shoulder blades, right where your meat is. So if like you pinch the back between your shoulder blades all that meat that's where the hooks went through four of them wow gnarly yeah and then the other time was through your knees yeah it was uh wasn't directly through my knees it was right below the kneecaps there's some skin right there that's pretty easy yeah. to grab if you pinch it you could see you could grab a lot of it so like the hooks went through there wow 
That's crazy, man. So what the fuck? How did you get into that? Yeah. So, like, I've done a lot of research about it, uh, you know, growing up and stuff, and reading about how, like, it creates this out-of-body experience and, like, how like, just, like, there's a small community of people that love it, right? But why do yeah. they love it? So I was curious, you know, so I had to try it out. I was like, why is this so great? Why are these people stabbing big holes in their body and then hanging from their skin? Yeah. yeah. Dude, was, so, <laughs> so I was like, dude, there's got to be some fucking dope about this. So I was like, you know, what? I'm just going to try it. So I was looking around, you know, in Wisconsin, like, there isn't a huge community. I think there there is tourism more like Madison, Milwaukee. But around yeah. here, at least that I know of, is not a large suspension group. So I had to hit on a convention. Because at the time, every convention that was coming through Wisconsin, uh, through Villain Arts specifically, had a, conf- like a suspension uh, option. So yeah, I was like, oh, yeah. well... Fuck yeah, well, here's my option, you know, go to Milwaukee, spend $150, and get hung from wherever I want to be. Well, I heard, I read that the back is the easiest way to go first, so I was like, oh, well, let's do this. And, you know, like, the worst part of it was, like, it wasn't the piercing, stabbing the holes in my back. It was two artists, so four four piercings, okay. two artists, so deep breath in, exhale, they're one needle through on each side of my back. They inserted the hooks right away, which are two gauges smaller, so it didn't even feel that going in. It just slipped right in. And then same again to get the third and fourth hook in. Deep breath in. Exhale. And so then they walk me out in front of everyone, lace me up, right? And here's yeah. the painful part, is what they make you do is slowly walk back and forth, and eventually, while you're walking back and forth, they're raising up the ropes. So eventually, while you're walking back and forth, now you're on your tiptoes. Yeah. And it hurts really bad while you're on your tiptoes because you're kind of a little scared to lift your feet up. But yeah, once you really? do, the pain goes away. Wow. That's wild, dude. It it looks nuts. I imagine the adrenaline rush from that. Yeah. Oh, it's just oh, gotta the adrenaline's got to be way up there. Dude, I felt like I Superman, like... For eight <laughs> hours once they let me down like oh, so bad, my first time i was in the air for about 16 minutes i think it was oh, and shit. i asked like how long pip- people typically are up and they're on like three to five minutes is what he's told me i don't know if that's true if he's trying to make me feel good but dude like flying around was pretty amazing uh the thing is it hurts if you don't move your arms so while you're swinging your legs and flying you got to keep your whole body moving. Otherwise, give it a minute and you're going to be in a lot of pain. Man, that sounds intense. What's the recovery like from that? So the recovery from that, uh, you know, got dropped down. They removed the hooks. They gave them to me in a package, so I got to keep them. Still have them. Love that. <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> yeah, you got to keep something like that. Yeah, that's a good memorabilia. But... What what these guys explained to me was that I'm going to experience what's called Rice Krispies, which is this, you know, if you've ever had Rice Krispies in a cereal, how they kind of like bubble and pop a little bit. Yeah. yeah. So it's like you feel that with all your muscles around the entire area. 
Wow. So I felt it all the way up through my neck, like so swollen and kind of sore. And I felt like this weird popping and bubbling sensation for about 12 hours. Wow, that's crazy, man. Yeah. I didn't feel it for my knees, though. Uh, for the, for some reason, with those, it wouldn't stop bleeding, so I just super glued, super glued my knees shut. So it was my birthday. <laughs> I wanted to go out and party. <laughs> yeah hell yeah man you're gonna prioritize yeah like fuck that stop bleeding if you hang. so like on my back i don't have scars because i let it heal naturally yeah on my knees i definitely have scars but that's because of the super glue oh yeah man yeah you gotta go get fucked up or something like that <laughs> <laughs> that one's pretty wild dude like uh I, d- I did a photo shoot hanging from my knees with a Spider-Man mask on, you know, and uh, <laughs> That's the, awesome. the girl I was seeing at the time, I wanted to be my girlfriend. So, like, I wore a Peter Parker mask, you know, Spider-Man. I did the upside down kiss <laughs> and asked her to be my girlfriend. It was pretty fucking rad. Uh, Fortunately, it didn't work out, but, like, that'd be fucking dope, you know, <laughs> if it lasted forever. <laughs> That's a pretty epic way to ask, you yeah. know. Yeah. yeah, I don't know how I could ever live up to that if I ever ask your girl out again. Yeah, man. <laughs> Can you imagine if you would have gotten rejected like that? Like, like I, I'd swing away. I'd swing away. Like, oh. <laughs> yeah, like, hang here upside down now for a little while. Put me down, Blake. Yeah, put, put, me me down. Down. put me down. <laughs> I guess I'm I don't sad. don't want to do it anymore. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's fucking funny. Oh. <laughs> just scream out who wants to be ass up by Peter Piker hanging upside down I bet yeah, I can right. one girl at the single. convention <laughs> <laughs> that's funny dude so where were the conventions at that you went to I've only gone to like the Milwaukee and Chicago convention okay yeah honestly like as a piercer going to conventions it's not fun yeah why is that uh, so like, well, it depends on the convention you go to. If it's villain arts, they already have like piercers that are hired to travel around with the whole convention. So yeah. like me as a piercer, I'm not allowed to pierce there. Yeah, I right. Sell jewelry, or I could just go hang out. <laughs> you sell like like out of your jacket, <laughs> like, <laughs> your trench coat. <laughs> you want some jewelry? Half I got some body jewelry on the low. <laughs> <laughs> Stuff off the back of the truck. <laughs> so it, it's pretty much going to conventions, hanging out with all you know the people I work with, watching them do their thing, and watching. It's gotta be a rad time though, huh? It's fun, but like I don't want to do it for three days. Yeah. You know, yeah. Not make any money because I have to pay to be there, you know. Yeah. Right. Right. <laughs> <laughs> What's it's like? Well, I could, I could, I could just keep suspending, but they only cost money. How about I just keep the shop open at home and make money? Yeah, yeah. So, like, what it, do you learn stuff while you're there, though? Like new, uh, new styles and stuff, or new, new methods? Yeah. No. Nope. No. There's only a couple piercers there, and honestly, like, I've seen some of their scarification work, and I'm not trying to learn how to pierce off them. Also, they wouldn't appreciate me hawking over either. You know? Yeah. yeah. That's, That's not fair to have a perspective, though. It's like know? going up to a tattoo artist and like taking pictures of their portfolio and then getting someone else to do it. 
It's kind of yeah. silly. Yeah, for sure. And totally fucked up. Yeah, definitely. So, uh, are there any kind of body modifications that you haven't fucked with yet that you're interested in? I've, I was very curious into scarification using scalpels to, like, remove skin to form a design. You know? That'd be cool. Yeah. You mean, like, this, the, hmm? the dude that had Slayer carved into his arm? That kind of thing? <laughs> I, don't know, I don't know who that dude is. Oh, you never seen that? It was really big on the internet a long time ago. I think it was an album cover, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, it's he had Slayer like cut into his carved arm. into his arm. carved into his arm. Oh yeah, I, I'm not sure. I'm not like that big in the Slayer to be honest. That's why. <laughs> <laughs> sacrilegious on this show. <laughs> this. We'll, just, we'll just edit that part out. <laughs> edit that part out. You know I'm an emo kid. Come on. That's why. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's what for for me I. I respect some of their stuff, but like I, I just never, I won't listen. I don't listen to it. Like I don't put Slayer on and sit back and go, all right. Like it's I Slayer. I do sometimes. Yeah. My favorite thing of Slayer is that like meme of Leia from Star Wars that says Slayer. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. That's my favorite Slayer. Oh no. <laughs> this, this conversation is tanking quickly. <laughs> Yo, no, I'm not saying that I hate Slayer. They're a bitch about them being on. It's just I wouldn't put them on. So back to the uh, what was the scarification you're talking about? Yeah, so scapling, like I let my buddy practice scapling on me once. It didn't hold up at all, and uh, we tested <laughs> for it, but like like actual scapling is pretty interesting, but. Like, the big thing I'm really interested in that's not in Wisconsin at all is uh, implants. Implants? Okay, yeah. Yeah, James has some, right? What's that? Doesn't James have some? Yeah, no, so he has two implants. Uh, he has two horns on his head. But they're not full implants. They're uh, I th- macrodermals, I believe, exactly okay. are. So, like, full implants... It's nothing that peers through the skin. It's all underneath. So, like, on my hands, I was thinking about getting them ribbed out on my thumbs. Like, two sets of riblets down my thumbs. You can't do that in Wisconsin. Or you can now, actually, in Appleton, based off their laws, but no one knows how to do it. You don't want to just trust someone to do it. But yeah. I want to learn. learn how to do that. That sounds or, crazy, dude. Or, or put pearls in someone's dick, you know? <laughs> you son of a bitch i'm in <laughs> have you heard of that no oh yeah I'm so it's called pearling fuck. it's pearling you know so underneath you know your your dick skin you insert oh, okay. silicone pieces so it's like ribbed or pearled or whatever you want to do random bumps wherever you want them to be so in this like one of those alien dildos yeah <laughs> Yeah, dude, so you can really match up to, like, what girls buy in stores. It's <laughs> <laughs> hard, you know. You see some of that that's, stuff. That's a thing. You, you can, that's a thing. You can do that, bro. You can really yeah. So you want to learn how to do this, huh? Fuck, yeah, that's amazing. Why not? That's cool. <laughs> Fuck it, I'll have an elegant dick. Sign me up. 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, you're not gonna look at it like your dick's not gonna change colors or anything. You know? Oh, I wanted a dragon penis. <laughs> I, mean, so I wish I could. I wish I could just fucking blue raspberry blue, but I can't. So. It, I heard. I heard you can get like an insert that it comes out colors. Like it's only temporary though. I've never heard of such a thing. I don't know. I, I it was like uh Why would you want to? I don't know. I why not? Well, I like red. Not? If you got like red, you'd be like, ah! <laughs> 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 is freak that blood? Yeah, is that blood? Oh my god, is that blood? <laughs> and just fucking pass. Yo, it. you can load your piece up on Fourth of July with red, white, and blue. America. <laughs> 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 So where would you have to go to learn some shit like that? Uh man. Well, YouTube? So, <laughs> oh, no, bro. There's a lot of fucking artists out there, but some of the heroes that, that'll teach you. Like, all this uh, implant thing came from Steve Hay- Hayworth, which is my fucking hero. And also, I'm trying to get uh, a branding certification from him. At the same time, but I want to go visit him. Steve Hayworth. It, he, oh, they call the, him. What's the certification? For branding. Oh, oh, for branding. Okay. Oh, branding. That's pretty crazy. Yeah. So, yeah. So, tell me about him. Who's this guy? This guy. So, his dad is a surgeon. Uh, in America, he's known as the mod father. Because he brought. <laughs> yeah, he brought. Fucking silicone implants and branding to America because his dad's a surgeon. So his dad and him designed all these things that could work in your body for body mods. Techniques and shit? Yeah, well, and actual materials as well. Wow, that's pretty crazy. So where is he from? Where are they out of? Where? I think right now he's in Phoenix. Okay. Um. Where he's from exactly, I don't know, because I didn't stalk him that hard, but I'm pretty yeah, right. sure he's in Phoenix. So, like, as far as I know, like, everyone I've spoken to and laws and such, uh, Phoenix, Arizona is the body mod capital of America. Oh, shit, huh? So that's I where could, it all comes from. I could be wrong. I could totally be wrong, but that's what I'm certain of. So. We're on the street, huh? No. That's crazy, man. Yeah, that I I'm just amazed by some of that stuff. I remember watching uh, Taboo. It was the name of the show. Yeah, National it, Geographic. Yeah, yeah, they had it was body modifications was the one. Right, the dude and they wanted the to like lift discs and like two and right, stuff. Right, the lizard man. Yeah, whatever. lizard man, dude. dude has like scale tattooed yeah. all over his head. Yeah, he's dead. He's dead. He killed what? himself. Oh, oh wow! Wow. Well, I didn't know Was that. it related to his body modification? Like what? Was his like? Was he just like depressed, or what? I mean, was it related to like you know his life as the was the lizard, lizard guy man or whatever? Yeah, he hated it. <laughs> it's kind of hard to answer that question since I don't know him more than you do. You know? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah. just know he's dead. Dead as fuck. Well. Yeah. Well, there's the cat man, too. Cat man? Oh, yep, you're right. The cat guy. What's, tell me about this fella. He's got whiskers. 
You never seen the cat man? He's got the whiskers hanging out of his face. Oh. <coughs> he killed himself as well. Are those implants? Jeez. Yes. Are those, those are full implants then? Well, I mean, no. So with whiskers, it could just be normal lip, lip, lip piercings with ends that have whiskers on them that screw into the post in your lip. Okay. Uh, I may be wrong about the lizard man, actually. It's the cat man that's for sure, Dad. Lizard man, if you're thinking about the guy that travels with villain arts, he's still running. Yeah, probably. I don't know, there's so many, like, heavily modified people. It's right. hard to, like, pinpoint exactly which one, but, like, the cat guy for sure. He's done. Huh. He didn't have nine lives? No. Well, I mean, he didn't use them all on his face. Yeah, it's right. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh... What was or is, like, the hardest part of piercing for you? Dealing with customers that don't want to listen to what you have to say, though. Like... Think they know it all, or, like... Oh, yeah, like... uh, uh, Let's say I'm at the shop, right, you know? And a girl comes in to get her first piercing that's not just her earlobes. I want something else. And she has a friend that maybe has two piercings that apparently knows everything. <laughs> knows, knows everything at all. So like They always have a friend, don't they? Not always. Luckily for me, like, the friend factor is definitely weared off. Like, mostly <laughs> I get customers that know me yeah. and understand the things I say and follow it. So, like, my customer base is actually kind of worn down over the years, but I think it's improved in quality. Oh, yeah. Um, That's a good thing to yeah, have happen. D- yeah, absolutely. I'm not, I'm definitely not complaining. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, But, no, like, let's say I'm sitting there trying to explain my aftercare to a person, right? And they're sitting there nervous as all hell, and they got a fucking friend that's next to them. It's like... Oh, yeah, see, that's what I told you to do. Oh, I would do it this way. i do uh, it this way. Like, well, yeah. how about you just get the fuck out of my room? Like, what are you doing yeah. here? Dude, nobody like, likes a hover did, no matter what you're why doing. Did you, why did you come to me if you don't yeah. want maybe the, you know, the, what, the things I'm explaining to you? Like, uh, I think a pierces are a lot more than just a person that could stay a hole, but like an information box. Yeah, yeah, no, that makes sense. I mean, I mean, there's a lot of things that you know that I don't know. You know what I mean? I mean, simply as uh, what a keloid is and what hypotrophic scarring is. Everyone thinks they have a keloid because they have a little bump. It's more than likely hypotrophic scarring, just a little buildup of extra like skin. From not used to having an inanimate object stabbed through their cartilage, you know. Yeah, so, I got one of those on my nose. It's just a tiny little one, but uh, I think it's on the left side. I don't even know. What you got one now? Yeah, just a little tiny bump. Coconut oil. Right on. It's a piercing pimple. It's hypertrophic scarring. So, like a keloid, literally needs to be removed by uh, surgical procedure. It has to be cut. Yeah. Yeah, I, I I I figured. I mean, it's been there for a little while. I figured it was just uh, um, nothing big. Well, I mean, that bump will be gone though, cause like I had one on both of my nostrils as well. 
Yeah. Right on. Awesome. Cool. Um, so, I don't know. This one's got to guess a little more on the personal side. What What's the hardest piercing that you've done or that you found yourself doing and are, like, hardest situation? And then, like, how did you get yourself out of it? And what did you take away from that? All right. So, like, the hardest piercing I think every piercer encounters is a septum. Uh, I could be wrong. Maybe there's some septum mass out, out there that disagree with me. I don't know. But, like, you could totally notice if it is straight on someone's face or if it's even just slightly off. Okay. So, well, like with super, super precision. Yeah. Yes. Oh, that's the most, like, like any other piercing, you could be even just slightly off and just still look good. Yeah. Just to be honest. I, I Honesty right there. Yeah, uh, right. But with a septum, you could definitely notice if it fate, like leans any which way, up, down, left, right, any which way at all. So, like, it's the hardest. So, with that, like, I went through it a, a bunch of different uh, techniques of piercing a, a septum. Like, you know, there's clamps, there's freehand, there's receiving tubes, uh, oh. people sitting up, people laying down. Right now, personally, I'm on... Uh, people laying down with a receiving tubes, so I could just literally line the needle up straight, back, forth, up and down, and just put it through. And it's been working pretty great for me. That's good. Did you, did I, you have any that were like, oh, got that one? Yep, <laughs> you have yep. any oh piercings? <laughs> oh, absolutely. Every piercer has fuck, fucked up piercing. That's for sure. So. When you mess up a piercing, though, you know, you offer the person, like, hey, depending on how bad you fucked up, usually you could re-pierce it again right away. Yeah. If you fucked it up real bad, or if you're not feeling confident or whatever in yourself, you know, either way, if you have to redo a piercing in my book, it's free. Yeah. Yeah. Right on. That's so. Cool. Maybe you have to wait. A little bit to redo it for free depending on how bad you fucked it up maybe you could do it for free right then but i've never fucked up a piercing and charged someone for it because that's my bad right, that's right, right. which is also a cool thing about piercing is it's it's not permanent so like if i fuck up a tattoo yeah <laughs> you fucked up <laughs> yeah right right spell something wrong yeah, dude, I, I, I feel real bad though when I fuck up a piercing though you know cause I do have to go through the little you know the piercing pain itself yeah that that sucks you know that hurts me but you know they're also saving money so like personally I'd rather be hurt twice and get it for free right well and you want to rectify it right I imagine and it's probably good incentive to uh, to get better fast, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you never know. Like, I mean, when piercing someone, someone could flinch or fucking, you know, squirm or something right at the wrong moment. And then now yeah. you have a, a, a bad piercing that should have been perfect. I mean, it's kind of rare. Like, a good piercer should be able to, like, 
counter that and be ready for it. Right, so, right. Yes, I do that pretty fucking well in my opinion, but yeah, you never like for sure. Everyone fucks up their job at some point. Always. Oh yeah, for sure, man, definitely. That's how you learn. Oh, well, yeah. yeah. I mean, dude, I don't know a, a perfect piercer. Yeah. Well, and that's what I'm saying, like, um, and then that awkwardness of the situation, especially like the first time you do it. It's like, fuck, how am I going to get out of this? And it's the first time you fuck up anything, right? Yeah. Especially when it's your job. But it was, you know, it, you got to deal with a customer in one way or another, you know, and it's, it's, uh, it takes some finesse definitely uh, when it, it comes, you know, when it's putting a hole in somebody and having to rectify it the right oh, way. Physical pain. Yeah, right. I never look at it as how am I going to get out of this. I look at it as how am I going to make this right. Yeah, no, that's totally, that's a good way of putting it. That's an excellent perspective. Um, and I think a lot of people, at least if it isn't their first piercing or their first time in that surrounding, go in with an understanding that there is a margin of error uh, because we are human, right? Yeah. You know, like... Oh. Yeah, I got a story for you guys. Yeah, so I pierce this little girl's earlobes. So I'll do earlobes six and up, right? Okay. Yeah. And she was about nine years old, just turning it in a couple of months. And like, so like, I pierced one of her earlobes, and obviously it fucking hurt. She's a little kid, right? Yeah. Well, personally. I'm not about hurting little kids. So going to pierce the next earlobe, I just had the tiniest little shake in my hand. Just the smallest amount of shake ever. She walked away with the best pierced earlobes you could fucking imagine. <laughs> but her mom tipped me $20 and then called her Oshkosh shop, suggesting I may be on drugs. <laughs> For real? my hand shook. Because my hand shook just a little bit. Oh, yeah, your daughter's crying. I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't know what kind of man you want me to be like, oh, yeah, I have no feeling towards little kids crying. Like, yeah, right. right. <laughs> I'd make anybody nervous. <laughs> uh, I mean, but it came out perfect. She's like, yeah, you did a perfect job, but I think you're on drugs. I don't know whether I should be insulted or to take that as a compliment. <laughs> well, if drugs fucking make me do a perfect job, I guess I'll keep taking them. <laughs> I'm, on, I'm on the perfect piercing drugs. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> so uh, how many piercings do you have? Uh, right now I'm just sitting at... I have 11 currently. 11? What's, uh, what's the most you've ever had at one time? <laughs> I don't know, man. Jay's just samples of myself for fun. That's not a <laughs> Yeah, that's some sick shit. Does that come with being a ginger or what? Oh, <laughs> you, know, you know how we got no souls? We also have less pain tolerance. <laughs> yeah, or, actually, or I heard that tolerance. was true. Yeah, I heard that was true. Genetically, uh, redheads have... Um, some sort of gene that makes their them have a higher pain tolerance, and it's like it's like 
70 percent of the redheads and i think like 20 percent of people with brown hair or something like that huh also know most gingers have superior genitalia that's a fact as well most huh well i'm I'm happy you could be here to represent that small percentage that don't Uh, i got references It's so rainy. <laughs> How many times have you pierced yourself? Oh my god, that's that's a hard number to like get on. I mean, so Can currently, go ahead. Uh, so, like, right now, like, I have my filter pierced. I did that myself. It's uh, right between your lip. A lot of people call it the Medusa. Uh, <laughs> like, I did that myself. Um. Everything else I let someone else do that I currently still have. But, like, I did a triple eyebrow on myself. I pierced my lips more times than I can count. I play piercing on myself just for stress. Can't count those needles. Uh, I, I don't know, man. It's hard to say. I mean, oh. so many dermals and surface piercings on myself just to practice. Like, I use my body to practice, like... I won't do something to someone I won't do to myself. Yeah, let yeah, right. Alone. That's a fucking excellent standard to have. Yeah. You know. Let alone vaginal piercings. Like, obviously, I don't have a vagina. I can't do that. If you did, would you pierce it? I pierce the fuck out of it. Pierce your clothes. Well, only if I had the anatomy for it, though. Like, because there's a lot of uh, vaginal piercings that uh, people don't have the anatomy for. Like, a VCH works for probably, I think, like 80% of women, but those that don't have enough, like, hood skin, they have to get a HCH, which is a horizontal, like, piercing, where it's more of a ring. Uh, it's yeah. all for, like, sexual, like, uh, stimulation. No shit. hmm Have you done any of those? So, yeah, a lot of them. Yeah, right on. Um, so we watched a video on your Facebook of you piercing yourself blindfolded. What mm-hmm. was that like? Uh, it was weird, I guess. I mean, like... Were you nervous? To, I wasn't nervous. To you like me and needles, I'm never nervous. That's it's, awesome. Uh, it's a good I, thing to hear a piercer say. Yeah, right? <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, like, with that whole situation, what happened was, like, um, it was, like, Three times that week, and the week was still young, so maybe two or three days into my work week, which is Tuesday through Saturday, I had people come in uh, from other shops that got their belly buttons pierced, and they were completely crooked, like so off. So I was talking mad shit, and you know my boy Brian, Brian Reno. Yeah. You know, I was like, bro, I could do this shit fucking straight blindfolded. It's so easy. He's like, no, you can't. No, you can't. I was like, all right, let's do it. So I did it. <laughs> so you pierced your belly button, right? Yeah, so I, I pierced my belly button blindfolded. Uh, so the video of it, it cut down a little bit because uh, it took me a long time to actually find the tools I needed on my tray. Yeah, right. That That's where the issue was. It wasn't the actual piercing itself. The piercing came out straight. It was perfect. I worked for a while until a dog stepped on it, and that hurt like hell, so I took it out. I was like, well, this isn't for me. 
you know? But uh, the whole process of it like, was me trying to find tools that I needed to use on my tray blindfolded. So that's why the video got cut short. It was just me, <laughs> me sitting there just like grabbing free hands. Like, yeah, right, right. <laughs> like, you know, the, uh, if you see the full it. video, you could see Brian uses his camera, comes up underneath, like in front of my blindfold up top, up bottom. <laughs> I can't see shit. That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Is that the only time you blindfold or blindfolded Pierce? Pierce blindfolded? Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's only only on myself. It's the only time I've done it. I don't see an, a point to do it again. I mean, I I, I will off a of bet. I don't really care. Yeah, right, right. Uh, That's awesome. I have all the piercings I want. So like any piercing I'm gonna do to myself is to either like uh, train someone or potentially you know show a small child like it doesn't hurt that bad. So I've done that before. I've stabbed random holes in myself just to show kids, like, oh, that's uh, cool. look, you want to see how bad this hurts? Like, all right, so one one story specifically, this little girl here, uh, she, I could tell, like, while speaking, I pierced a lot of kids' lobes. Yeah. And while speaking with a child, I could tell how bad they want it compared to how bad their parents want them to have it. Yeah. So... With this specific girl, I could tell she wanted it really bad, and her parents were kind of embarrassed because it was taking a little bit long because she was, like, upset and crying uh, that they just wanted to get her out of the shop, get her out of my ears, you know, out of, you know, out of line. Yeah. So what I did was, like, hey, how about this? You watch me pierce my ear. You could see it doesn't hurt, and then you let me do yours. And then we're over this fuss. She's like, sold. So I did it. Showed her no pain. I pierced both her lobes. She didn't flinch. She didn't cry. Nothing. <laughs> That's awesome. awesome. Yeah. So I just walked yeah. away fucking like a fucking OG. Better than most adults, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> That's great, dude. That's funny. What did her parents do? They're just, well, I told them to just like, you know, I, I kind of, I mean, you know my room. It's kind of small little yeah. doorway like do you trust me you know i kind of whispered to him a little bit so like, do you trust me <laughs> they're like well yeah that's why we read all your reviews you know that's why i brought her here so i was like uh so do me a favor and just like see that door just hang outside just a little bit yeah you know? yeah hell yeah and uh and just shut the fuck up you know stop talking <laughs> let me talk to your daughter we'll get through this Boom. yeah that yeah, I got a fat ass tip. Yeah, yeah that's pretty really cool. really good with kids. Uh, like I'm I'm basically a child myself, so I'm pretty good with dealing kids. <laughs> well, I'm just think like <laughs> like how many times at least you know in her young adolescence, growing from that point, she's gonna reference like how scared she was yeah. to all of a sudden like her game face. You yeah. Know? Oh, like, that's oh dude, cool. all her friends. All the friends she told that their friends then told their parents that parents reached out to the parents that actually went through this. Dude, like little kids' lobes have become almost my number one. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> That's cool though. All by word and of it's, mouth. It's cool that the parents are 
are take taking them to to somebody like you yeah. and not like some some bullshit in the mall, you know? I mean, there's been a, a couple TV shows that I know a lot of stay-at-home moms watch, like Dr. Phil and Ellen DeGeneres. They, I, I'm pretty sure they both had clips on. I know tattoo shops are scary, but trust those guys, you know? <laughs> it's their profession. It's their career. It's not just yeah. like... Like, if you go to the mall or Walmart, Claire's, you know, whatever the shit you go to with a piercing gun, it's all high school kids that weren't trained. It's not sanitary it's, right it's gross in every way every which way possible it's fucking gross the first piercing i ever got was my um my earlobe <clears throat> i just got one i was like 16 <laughs> and i got it somewhere in the mall and got it done and that shit hurt like hell for like days and it got nasty and gross several times man I mean, also with piercing guns, like, it's a blunt force. It just forces the jewelry in your ear, leaves all the dead skin in your ear, and it's a cheap material. Yeah, yeah, for sure, dude. It, yeah, everything it, about it is bad. There's not one upside of a piercing gun. Yeah. Yeah, I definitely don't uh, I don't recommend that at all. You know, and like I said, I mean, I was young and dumb, too. I'm glad, I'm glad I got smart about it, you know? <laughs> I mean, how many people do this to their fucking small children, and now they're learning about it? Yeah, right. A professional. But also, I do require age six plus, because earlobe development is a huge thing. You could pierce an infant's lobes center, and what, six years from now, they're off center because they haven't developed. Also, it's not even their choice. Yeah, that age, it really ain't. So six plus is what I'll do. That's cool. Smart. Yeah, that's, that's very cool. smart too. Yeah. Um. So I know you were speaking to your least favorite being the uh, the, uh what do you call Septum. it? Uh, Septum. Um. What's your uh, favorite piercings to do? I really enjoy doing conches. Uh. The reason being is because there's so many different types of jewelry you could install into it. Like. Yeah. You could just have a simple like. A barbell is just a silver ball. How many different sizes? Oh, well, there's tons of different sizes. Yep. You could have different colors. You could have, you know, clusters of gems. You could have crescent gems. You could. It. The options are endless. You could have rings. Yeah. Once it's healed. Yeah, I know. Uh, when I worked at Hot Topic, and I know we had a lot of gauge stuff there, and then we would. Uh, you had, like, taper gauges and stuff, too, so uh, you could work your way up. Um, I was always something that intrigued me was how people would taper up their ears and stuff and or what, whatever, you know. Yeah, ear stretching is pretty fucking awesome. Personally, I, I have a different outlook on it than a lot of people. Uh, a lot of people say once you stretch large, you can never go back. I yeah. feel personally that that is a person with large stretch ears speaking down to prevent people to stretch up or maybe they're convinced that that's actually true yeah uh but there's so many ways to down downsize your ears like mine used to be an inch and three quarters i was pushing the two inches now i'm at an inch wow now i'm at an inch yeah, that's crazy. 
So, and, I mean, that's quite the, a bit, like, three quarters of an inch to go down. That's quite a bit. Yeah. Like. Yeah. So, uh, that's what I'm saying. Like, I had, I have a, a, two friends, specifically, that had larger ears than me. They're about, like, an inch and seven eighths. They have downsized. And they're, now they're about at, a, like, a two gauge, which is, like, a straw size. Yeah. Wow, that's pretty impressive. How long does something like that take? I mean, it does take some time. Like, so I've been downsizing my years uh, slowly for about two years, uh, year and a half actually. Uh, if you want to downsize faster, there's options, but it's not like the approach most people would want to take. Like, so if I want to downsize my ears, right? I'm going to slit the insides of them just a little bit with a little bit of a needle, you know, tear them just a little bit, stretch them larger, and then take them out. And then they're going to downsize about three sizes. Naturally, wow. your skin's going to, you know, contract. No shit. Okay. Mm-hmm. And it's going to heal up. Wow. Uh, so there are ways. I mean, the slower way to do it is to, all right, you, you're at the size you want force your ears to stretch larger than what you want them to be and then take them out. No needles, no blood. And then just keep doing that every couple of weeks, put the size in the fits, stretch it back up, pull it out, right? There's, there's ways. I mean, the skin is so amazing. It's very elastic. Crazy what it, yeah. It's crazy what it could do. Yeah. Yeah, that is. That's uh, u- unique, I guess, and interesting. Even having piercings myself and having had them for a long time, I mean, I, I know, you know, obviously I was aware of how my skin was reacting. Like, I had I had my eyebrow pierced three times in, in pretty much the same spot. It got ripped out twice, and then the third time it got pierced, it just grew out. The skin didn't want it anymore. You know? It could have been also how it was pierced. Okay. And the material. Oh. Obviously, everything I've pierced on you hasn't rejected. Right, right, for sure. Um, but I never really thought in depth about, you know, how well a piercer knows the skin, right? Like, uh, it's kind of interesting, I guess, to think about. Sure, sure. Well, I mean, if you think about any piercing, so you have your skin, your body, that's a living object all around, and you're shoving an inanimate object into your body to try to force it to be there. Yeah. With cheap objects, obviously your body is naturally going to push out the things it doesn't want. Yeah. Now, if you use medical implant-grade titanium... I mean, that's like the same metal plate I have in my arm. Yep. Okay, There's no okay. reason for it to try to escape your body. It's the second most hypoallergenic material known to man next to niobium. But oh, people shit. don't use niobium because that shit's fucking expensive usually. I was yeah. going to say, that's really, it's very expensive. That's uh, crazy, man. You're getting all fucking scientific on yeah. it. Yeah. Well, I've always had Well, I mean, that's why you brought me on here, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. You are an expert. Speaking of uh, your expertise, what kind of things do you do to keep it interesting for both you and your uh, customers while you're doing your piercings? So, like, right now, obviously nothing with this whole Rona thing going on. But, like, before 
you know, I've had like raffles. I've had uh, mostly raffles, honestly. Uh, I, I mean, I have a special once a week where it's ten bucks off. I think it's a pretty fair deal seeing the material everyone's receiving from the piercings they get. Uh, yeah, yeah, right. But like every like three to four months, I'll do a raffle, and I definitely do something every every uh, one every year anniversary for myself. You know, uh, cool. like oh, whoever comes in in this week of my whatever year, this past one being three years, uh, gets a ticket with every piercing they buy. You know, and then whoever pulls out the free piercing or a ticket gets a free piercing for them and a friend. It's every raffle I've always done. It's always you and a friend. Cause I know a lot of people like to get pierced with friends. No one likes to get that shit alone. Yeah. Unless you're really into it. Like me or Tommy. Uh, <laughs> I'm never alone when I'm with you, homie. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. It's a That's two true. for one when, you, when, when it's so, me. I mean, <laughs> I, a couple of years, I actually have uh, granted the winner to just get two free piercings because they always come alone regardless <laughs> anyway. So, like, you know, I, I try to make it fun for people. I, I do my best, but, you know, still, either way, like, it's everything's coming out of my pocket, you know. Yeah, right. Uh, That's best. cool, though, man. That's cool. It's uh, I've definitely... Um, spoken to other people that didn't know that I knew you about about you, you know, and like the interactive things you do like that, and the specials, and like you know, just their trust in you, uh, you know, and it's definitely pretty cool here. Uh, and I always promote you every chance I get, man. You know, like oh no, uh, right. I appreciate that as well. Hell yeah, man. So talk a little bit more about the uh, play needle piercing, like. Uh, when did you start doing that? How did you get into it? All right. So play piercing, I got into because, like, so right when Don gave me the – right before Don gave me the go-ahead to take over his piercing for big guns tattoo, because, you know, uh, someone was above me, 30. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, I was trying to do something, make myself a little more unique and – pop off in a different direction that no other Fox Valley piercer was doing and uh, do play piercing, you know, make some course sets and shit, you know, like every piercer's capable of it but if yeah. they take their time and money to actually do that, I, I think it kind of shows off a little bit, so that's why yeah, I chose dude, to. I, anytime I've ever seen it, I think it looks impressive, dude. I think it looks cool as hell. How long does something like that take? Like some of the different stuff you did, like that snake, and like I saw some of the ribbon work. That looked cool as fuck. Uh, I mean, it, it varies per piece and like how intricate it actually is. Like, so like my ex girlfriend Haley, we did the corset on the back of her legs, which is on my On Point Pearson Company uh, Facebook page. Okay, it's, it's the background of that. You see her legs. Uh, that took me about 20 minutes to actually pierce and maybe about 20 minutes to make sure it's actually laced up correctly for a good photo. I mean, granted, this was uh, two years ago or so. Uh, I, I think less than an hour. That's awesome, man. 
but like some of the bigger pieces like the snake, uh, the SU was there for well over an hour, uh, hour and a half, two hours or so. I mean, 128 needles compared to 28. I mean, I was trying to move as quick as I could. Like, she sat like a rock, by the way. Shout out to Heather. She's dope. Hell yeah, that's awesome, dude. So, the needles for that, are they um, are they smaller? They're yeah. like... So, uh, uh, you'll notice with all the different uh, play piercing work I do, they all have different cap colors. So yeah. each cap color determines the gauge of the needle. Like okay. some of them are going to be like 27 gauge needles, which are tinier than the gauge needle you'll uh, draw blood with. And like when I do play piercing, I only go under the first layer of skin. So okay. also it doesn't leave any scars or anything like that. Well, that's crazy. Huh. So it's kind of like like, um, like putting a safety pin through your fingertip when you're young. Yeah, right? yeah. Like, Kind of like yes, that. but a lot safer. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> I guess that was technically my first piercing. Uh, yeah. Probably third grade. Maybe yeah. a little bit younger. Doing that. So one of those two. I didn't even <laughs> put a put a. Uh, I think my 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 earring. I my first earring I got out of someone's house. Yeah. And uh, the second one I got. From a shop, actually. My nipples, I got at a shop. How old were you when you got your nipples? Oh, man. I was like 19, 20. I told you. Yeah, they do. <laughs> um, the first one didn't hurt at all. The first one, it was weird, man. Like, I didn't feel, I don't feel like I felt pain on the first one. It was more just like a, a surprise. The second and, piercing uh, hurt the first. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The second piercing was like, it hurt way worse. And I had a friend with me. She said I didn't wince, but I felt it, man. Which is funny because like, I feel like like when I got my nose done, the first one hurt worse. Yeah. The second one, yeah, the second one I was a little bit more, I guess, ready for. I knew what to expect. Yeah. Um, really? Yeah. Damn, that's wild. Usually, it's, like, for a standard human being, like, doesn't matter if you're getting your lobes or nipples or nostrils or whatever, the first piercing hurts less because... You don't know what to expect, so your adrenaline's running. Like, oh, that wasn't so bad. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. The second, and then the second piercing is like, you're expecting it to not hurt like the first one. So it's like, oh, shit. You you drop your guard, you know? Yeah. I also think I, I think I got my – I don't know. Did we do them at the same time? I can't even remember. Both your nostrils? Yeah. I thought so. I don't know. Yeah, because I think I came in for one, and you talked me into two. Uh, yeah, your nostril, your nose needed two, so I think we did two. And then we, and, and then we, then we needed the filter. The filter one, I think, was first, though, right? The Medusa. Uh, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, the Lebray. Yeah, the Lebray. I had well, and that was the one I had done. It probably closed up five years ago or so. Well, maybe six years ago now because I, I think you reopened it about a year ago. On a side note, I think you could really pull off a filtrum like what I got. Yeah? Up here? Hell yeah. Let's Dude. do a straight line up and then, like, symmetry with me and piercing. That's what I'm about. I think I that would that. look fucking cool. I, I will consider that. What's that? Did you already ask about the ribbon piercings? Um, well, you kind of touched on it. Yeah. Have you done a lot of ribbon piercing? All right, so ribbon piercings are corset piercings. Okay. Right, so 
create the idea of someone wearing a corset like yeah. you've seen uh women wearing full-on corsets where it kind of like tightens up their bodies got a bunch right. of ribbon on them and shit right so like the idea of this piercing is to create that without actually wearing said corset sure right. it's only it's only for pictures though uh needles come out after the pictures are done because that would fucking hurt they have that at all the time yeah I'd imagine. Yeah, that's not a piercing you can have, like, all the time. Yeah. Yeah, I imagine it would uh, restrict some movements and shit, too. It'd fucking hurt like hell, dude, having, like, 28 needles stabbed in the back of your legs and you try to sit down. That's cool, though, the patience to get that done. That's pretty rad. I, I dig that, for sure. I love it. I think it's super cool. I have a couple of people I'm talking to right now about maybe me bringing back the the needle play because I haven't done it like yeah. I said in over a year. But uh, I don't know, man. There's some other shit I've been working on, like I've been trying to tattoo and such, you know. Oh yeah, so, yeah, right on. I haven't been thinking too much about needle play. That's cool though. I mean, it's it's awesome as an artist, you know, that you're. You're not like plateauing. Like you want to keep going and keep growing and learning and expanding your knowledge and your talent. Once you Once stop you growing, stop. man, that's it. Yeah, fucking a, dude. Are there anything like that you find yourself that you haven't done yet that you would like to do? Anything you won't do either? Uh. As for things I, I want to do and won't do are all male genitalia piercings. Uh, reason I won't do it is because I never learned how to, and I don't want to just, like, stab some dude's piece apart trying to figure it out. Yeah, yeah right. Yeah. But also, like... Thank you for that as a male. Yeah, I'd like to thank you for yeah, that. For all of uh, us. Uh, thank you as well. Uh, well, I mean, nipples don't count. Yeah. A nipple's a nipple, but... I'm talking like fucking dudes pieces, you know. How about that uh, one like um on Jackass when Steve got his butthole his butt pierced? Yeah. Would you do something like that? I don't think I know the episode. Uh, oh, he got his butthole pierced together. Yeah, his, no his butt cheeks his pierced butt cheeks. together. Yeah, right, right by his butthole. Right above his butthole. Yeah, so it would close I mean, his butthole. I mean, if some famous-ass dudes offered me money to do something yeah. like that. Well, you know that <laughs> you know that piercer got paid well. Yeah, well, and then it would be coming out right afterwards. Like, <laughs> you know, but, like, I mean, if someone's going to toss some money at me and maybe be on, like, a movie or a, a TV show, yeah, right. famous artist, I'll do something I typically wouldn't be willing to do. <laughs> I'm sure that's a fair assessment of the situation. <laughs> if funny. someone just like if you just came in and you're like, I want my butt cheeks pierced together, I'd be like, oh, oh. Uh, yeah. not that's here, dumb. get out of here, yeah. go to the mall, go to the mall. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I totally want to do it, but I also like my big thing is uh, living up to customer expectation. Yeah. You know. Yeah, you gotta have a standard. It's it's smart. So like, oh, uh, do we want the butthole piercer or? Yeah, right. <laughs> 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 butthole piercer. 
That sounds like I, that would be quite the achievement. Um, oh, speaking man. of, like, what's your proudest achievement, you think, as a piercer? Oh, man. my I, Honestly, like, my proudest achievement as a piercer is my customer base at this point. Like, apparently they like me enough to not give me any less than a five-star review. And, awesome. you know, they trust me. Like, my true customers, there's a lot of customers you get. That are from yeah, other I think that's ever. fucking cool, man. That's an awesome but, like, way to look at it. My customers is my biggest achievement, in my opinion. They trust that's me. Cool. Everything works out just fine. Yeah, that's, that's really, really cool, cool, man. That's uh, I think, you know, and and being into it for the length of time that you have been, uh, it's a really cool thing to be able to say. Yeah. You know. Oh, uh, oh next uh, thing I was gonna say, suspending from my butthole, but. That's, not <laughs> <laughs> that's, a, that's another level type that's, shit, yeah. man. <laughs> that's a ballsy move. Wow. There's enough meat back there, though, to suspend from, I would oh, think. Oh, man. I got ass for days. <laughs> <laughs> Could you imagine the recovery on that? Oh, oh my God. Every time you shit your blade, like, do I have a hammer? No, there's a hole in your ass. Inside your ass. <laughs> <laughs> How many holes you got in your ass? We can get back to the serious subject. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, we've all thought about it. <laughs> That's intense, man. That's like a boss level type piercer. <laughs> so, I mean, piercing's like your medium, it seems like, but is there any like mediums that you haven't really worked with that you might be inclined to in the future? I mean, you're in a tattoo shop, you ever you know, thought about branching out, trying that out, or? I am currently a tattoo apprentice. I oh. have done brandings on myself and a couple of my very close friends, but I'm still waiting to be certified by uh, Steve Hayward. Okay. Um, so I'm not advertising that to the public. Okay. Uh, tattooing, man, oh, it's, it's way, way different than piercing. So like oh yeah, yep, it's it's a whole, major, yeah, yeah, definitely it's, a different medium for yeah. sure. But it's cool because it. you still have the knowledge of the skin and how it reacts to certain things and how it works. That's gonna give oh, you oh. a little bit of an edge going into into the learning process, right? Yeah, dude. I don't know how tattoos work and such, but like, I mean, I've done three tattoos now, and. Uh, my hand's a little shaky, to be honest, because it's kind of nerve-wracking. Like, a piercing yeah. is semi-permanent, whereas a tattoo is permanent. Right, like, yeah. Unless you have a good cover-up artist, like, but we're not talking that. So, like, <laughs> it's like, oh, it's, it's pretty scary, man, you know? That's cool, though. Yeah. That's cool, you know, that's cool that you're determined to overcome that, you know? I think a lot of people in that position especially nowadays, people don't really think about being in that position, right? Because a lot of the artists they go to are are weathered that have been in the game for a while and, like, they're over that shit, you know? A lot of people would try that and get deterred from that, you know? I think it's really oh, cool sure. that, I mean, that like, you're, uh, you're kind of using it as a as fuel to, to grow from that. Well, I, I already know the outcome, bro. Put enough time in, you'll get what you want. I mean, life's pretty simple like that. Uh, so, like, with my piercing career, when I started out with Dirty Dan, 
he wanted me to me to pierce myself. I'm like I've pierced myself so many times already before that, and but in front of him, the guy that's teaching me, my hand yeah. was shakier than like uh, I don't know what to compare it to, honestly. Like, yeah, yeah, no, I, 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 I get it. <laughs> 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 my hand was different. It's like, damn, why are you so shaky? You scared to hurt yourself? I'm like. No, not at all. I'm scared that you're going to watch me do it. Like, Yeah. <laughs> right. Right, because then you're going to screw, you're going you're gonna to pick out everything that I did wrong. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that yeah, wasn't yeah. your technique. It's a, it's a little harder when someone's watching over you than when you're just doing it for fun. I mean, obviously, uh, like, I can't pierce anyone in front of anyone at this point. Like, pierce fucking yeah. Brad Pitt in front of J-Lo and not shake. I don't care. But when I first started, I don't give a fuck. She's just a customer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Pay me, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I'll get a picture afterwards. <laughs> there you go. Give you a selfie. What if she was shaking? Yeah. Her ass. <laughs> it's not my problem. I could get out of the way. Oh, the yeah, yeah. You say that now. <laughs> we know you watch the oh, Super Bowl halftime oh. show. <laughs> yeah, I know, but I'm saying she's the one that's watching. I, I can push this side, bro. <laughs> Trust me, like. Would you pierce I those can... butt cheeks? <laughs> yeah, she paid me enough. Like, I'm not gonna. Just... <laughs> <laughs> like, she's still just a person. <laughs> right? Back line. That's, like, that's back the line. Still just skin, right? Flesh. <laughs> So, like, when I go into a piercing, I definitely don't look at who I'm piercing. I look at exactly what it is. A hole of flesh that needs to be created, you know? And uh, some awesome jewelry that needs to be installed right into it. Right. Uh, I mean, I would love to have some celebrities come in so I could show off a little bit, but... Yeah, yeah. right, right. That'd be be cool, right? But It wouldn't make me nervous. I think you have the right perspective on that. You know, um, being an artist is part is in big part knowing the medium that you're working with, you know. And like you said, it doesn't matter what your name is. Yeah. You know, that, 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 that's for me. Yeah, right. You're my for chair, sure. so, that's it. so going off of that, um, give us, if you will, kind of your take on piercing and body modification as an art form? Uh, I think uh, piercing is an art form. It's absolutely an art form. I mean, anything you can create is technically an art. Like, I used to build houses for a living. You know, so, like, all those houses I built, I think that's a, a piece of art, you know? Yeah. The only thing that's not art is something you didn't create. And if anyone tells you it's not art, they're a fucking idiot. Uh, so, like, a piercing, let's say an eyebrow piercing on your face, right? You say it's artwork. And someone tells you it's not, what do they consider to be art? Uh, I don't understand. Yeah. Right. Right. Well, and that's the, I think it's an art form that is looked down upon, especially by older generations. I, sh- oh, I yeah. you still have some. Older people are pretty damn cool, but oh, you're gonna have people always. I think it's more accepted uh, um, as the generations go along. These things, it's body modifications, tattoos, especially um, piercings and stuff too. 
I used to be, you know, you couldn't have facial piercings at workplaces, and now you see people. Yeah, dude, that, I, you know, have like their nose pierced or something. When I was at, I was a couple months ago when I was at the restaurant. I had gone back there after not being there for a while, and uh, I was back there for probably a month and a half. And this girl's like, "Oh, I love your nose. Did you just get that done?" And I was like, "No, it's been done. It's been done for a lot longer than I've been back here." Yeah. But thanks for noticing finally, you know, like, no, I think a lot of, of it gets overlooked a lot more. Yeah. Or, I don't want to say overlooked. It sounds it kind of in a negative connotation, but um, I think it gets acknowledged maybe a little bit, a little bit more, you know, that the people that make up our generations, the workforce, yeah. you know, are going to have that. And I can say the lot. The last two, three years, I have not once had an issue about it, you know? Yeah. I had the only issue I had. I would have kept my nipple rings, but where I work, I'm a millwright, so I'm crawling underneath machines all day long and Oof. all sorts of shit, and I snagged it the one oh. day. Yeah, and it hurt. And then oh. I was like, okay, I'm going to take these out. Because <laughs> oh. last thing I need is to get my nipple rings pulled out and then get carted into the hospital. The only thing I could see body piercing, like, career-wise, affecting your job is potentially it being snagged and you being in potential physical danger, you know? Yeah. Like, let's say you work for a group home with uh, someone that's uh, very violent, you know? That yep. piercing can be used against you. Yeah, yeah right. That's why I like Other than that, that I, don't, I don't know. Yeah. It doesn't make sense to me. Right on. Yeah, and I think it goes along. I mean, I'm glad it paired with with tattoos. You know, um, again, I don't know. I think both of them are are very much in an art form. And and as we progress through technology and and science and and whatnot, you know, you see you see pioneers in piercing. You know, you see people hanging and trying to do things differently, you know, yet safely. Yeah. Um, and even just the play piercing and the ribbons and, like, you come up with some really cool ideas and create some really cool shit. You know, there's definitely there's definitely no argument that it's not. I, I, as far as I can see, you know, from my perspective. But I, 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 I think piercing your idea. I think piercing is a little bit more of a ballsy move than a tattoo uh, because there's more risk with it. Right. You know, yeah. like almost my entire body is covered in tattoos. Will it harm me if I get into a, a scuffle or an issue ever? No. My piercings could potentially cause me more harm. Right. And a bad issue than not having them, you know. Uh, yeah, like I said, way I mean, more I than a tattoo. Like my them. tattoos can't ever be used against me, like physically. Yeah. Yeah. Right. yeah. So, uh, where do you self, where do you see yourself going with uh, with the piercing from here? Uh, with piercing, man. I hope. Uh, I, I, honestly, I hope I could take it as far as I can get it to go. Uh, yeah. I love my customer base. I love what I do. It's fucking amazing in my eyes. Uh, well, it'd be cool to have like 
you know, to be able to tattoo and pierce, you know, it gives you some some diversity and some capability. Those are tools yeah. to work with down the road. You oh, know? for sure. When it comes to tattooing and piercing, though, like, no matter what, I want to be a body piercer. That's my main goal in life. That's what I'm going to be. If, when I am tattooing for money, it's only going to be small things, probably, you know, uh, just to get me through my days of hours I'm not working while body piercing. Yeah, right. Supplements yeah. a little bit. That's a cool way I'm to never going to be a, like a super big tattoo artist, like some amazing guy. My calling is body piercing. That's awesome. That is very cool. So we're getting towards the end here, but um, what kind of advice do you have for people that might be thinking about getting pierced? Uh, and, I mean, along with that, people that want to get into to doing piercings and body modification? All right. Well, that's a two-part question. I'm going to start with the first part. Uh, Coming in to get a piercing, here's the thing. If you have a reputable shop, do your research on your artist first. Don't just go to any shop that's cheaper. Cheaper doesn't mean it's better. Uh, A cheap piercing isn't a better piercing. A better piercing isn't cheaper. You know? Yeah, right, for sure. It's actually a tattoo thing I heard before. I just made up right now. Switch it over to piercing. But, uh, <laughs> like, you know, here's the thing you're letting someone stab a hole in your body. It's pretty simple. Like, do you want them to just do it cheap because your friend is potentially cap- of, capable of doing it cheaper? Or do you want to get a well, nice, and piercing that's going to stand the test of time? That's on you. Right. Well, it's something that's sanitary, you know, um, you know, like we talked about earlier, like stay away, even even if you're younger, you know, like I think I got my eyebrow done when I was 17 and my dad, he hated the fucking idea. And he was like, he kept talking shit about it. Right. And then the day came and I mean, he didn't, he came and signed the paper, you know, and I'm definitely glad that I had it done that way at a professional shop as opposed to like having Ross do it in his bathroom, you know, do it. all drunk and shit at what? Right. 17. It's pretty simple. Like if you're above the age of 16 and you want to appear in the sun, right? Your parents won't allow it. Just wait because your friends are going to fuck you up. Simple enough. Yeah, that's fair, yeah. dude. Just wait. Get the piercing done. If you're worried about getting your first piercing, you know, you don't have the parents or anything else blocking you. It's just your first piercing besides your lobes that you had done as a child with the gun that you don't remember. Uh, Come into the shop. You know, you could talk to me anytime you want. Uh, I can make you feel comfortable, but you definitely want to come in like after you ate something. At least like a banana, drink some juice, have a little little bit of like potassium in your system and maybe some sugar would be great too and uh everything will go fine if yeah, you hell yeah if it doesn't go fine you pass out well i'm fucking really great at taking care of people that are dropped dealt, dealt with people with seizures dealt with people puking like it's no issue can take care of you That's and I, awesome. won't even That's look, really I won't even look down on you you know <laughs> that's cool it's cool to hear you say it with 
the confidence that you do. Yeah. And, oh, and, and I deal oh, with this so much. So, like, it, that's I don't awesome. care. And that's good for people to know, too, you know. I think a lot of yeah. people, not a lot, but I think some people might be apprehensive because they have uh, 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 some sort of reaction to seeing blood or yeah. or to, to pain or to whatever, you know. Or even, like, epilepsy to a stress <laughs> level. Or I've, had customers, I've had customers literally pass out watching me change jewelry on someone. No needles, no blood, nothing. Just the whole process of me changing jewelry. Face first <laughs> on the ground could deal with that. No problem. I'm like, bad, I might it's pass a thing. I won't care. I won't judge you. You'll be taken well care of if you come to a big guns. You know. Hell yeah. Right ahead. So what kind of what what kind of um, advice do you have for somebody that wants to that's interested in maybe getting into what you're doing? Uh, so. At the start of this podcast, like we said, it took me over six years of trying to get into a shop. Uh, right now, my advice would be, like, you got to convince a shop to like you. If the shop doesn't like you, why would they hire you? You know? Yeah. You have to vibe yeah, with... Yeah, it's kind of an old school way of, like, vetting your candidate, right? Yeah, like, you got to come yeah, out. So, <laughs> apprenticeships are typically free. Someone at some shitty shop that needs money might offer you a piercing apprenticeship for a price. No. Make a shop like you. Yeah. Because if they like you, they have no problem hanging out with you for years to come. Right. If you can't vibe with a shop for potentially years, there's no point of getting an apprentice through them. Right. You won't like each other. It's, I mean, so, like, working in a shop, we're a big family. We all love each other. Yeah. Yeah. You if can you can't fit that love, can't fill that hole that isn't even there, don't try. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I think that's a big part of it, you know, the the vibe, the energy. And that's with a lot of jobs, you know. I work, uh, I work in a shop with five other guys, and it's kind of cool, like, the last, like, you know, we're all doing our thing throughout the day, and we see each other, and we interact. But then, like, the last, like, five, ten minutes, we're all just standing around and shoot the shit, you know? Yeah. And, yeah. and it, it does. It makes for a good work environment. It makes you want to be there. It makes you want to focus right. and commit. Like, going, going to work at a tattoo shop shouldn't be work. It should be yeah, going. for sure. For but sure. That's also, with a, a lot of these tattoo shops, like, what I work at, like, Typical biker thing, you know. If we can't right. pick on you, we don't like you. If we can't pick on you, you shouldn't be here. Yeah, hell yeah, for sure, dude. <laughs> like, you Definitely. gotta have some tough fucking skin to, like, make it in this industry, in my opinion. I know a yeah. lot of other shops don't feel that way. Good artists should be good artists and, you know, go wherever the fuck they need to go. Well, and it's just, it's, it's, talk is cheap, right? So, you know, prove it. Prove that you're fucking cool. Prove that you can fucking pierce. Prove that you can handle your shit, you know? That's I just part of being an artist, man. too, you know? I look at it this way. If I don't trust you holding down the shop while you're the only one there and all my shit and everyone, everyone artist's shit is there, if you can't hold that shit down, you should not be in the industry. Uh, 
Right on. Right on, man. Well, what, uh, you want to give us your contact info, your uh, social media? Oh, uh, yeah. So I have a couple different Instagrams. Uh, it's Be the Primitive is my per- permanent page. Uh, my company page for piercing is on underscore point underscore piercing underscore company. On point okay. piercing company. That's where you can find me on Instagram or Facebook. My personal shit, you know, Facebook is B Crane or B under the score, the underscore primitive Instagram. Okay, or they can they can find their way to you on the Big Guns page too, right on, on Facebook. Oh yeah, so we got Big Guns tattoo on Facebook. Uh, we have three shops though, so that's just the Appleton shop, but everyone posts on that from the other shops. Okay, all right, yeah. cool. And the other ones, uh, Oshkosh and Fond du Lac. Right? Uh, Oshkosh, Big Guns Tattoo, Fond du Lac, Big Guns Tattoo. Uh, it's we're all big guns. Yeah, hell yeah, man. Right on. Well, thanks for uh, sitting down and talking with us yeah, about all this, man. On. It's been really interesting and a lot of fun. Uh, learned a lot. Yeah, definitely, man. Definitely learned a lot. Oh yeah, and, bro. Uh, it's just fun. Thanks for inviting me. Yeah, hell yeah, sure. man. Uh, once all this shit blows over, we'll get you back in uh, and have you in the studio. Yeah. Right on, bro. Good to meet right, you, man. Ross. Yeah, good to meet you, too, Brian. Thanks again, homie. Have a good uh, quarantine and all that shit. Oh, I will. <laughs> I'm just going to keep gaming. <laughs> See ya. Yeah, there you go, right man. Right on, man. Have a good night, dude. Later, dude. Later.